It's the Big Punk Show with Mike and Jamie. It is Sunday, the 14th of the 6th. What month's the 6th? I don't know. It's one of the J's. Um, I, I'm I'm one of the J's as well. I'm Jamie. Uh, I'm joined by Mike. I'm Mike. How are you doing? I'm famously not one of the J's, so I'm fine, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go right for it. So we're going to chat about a bit of music uh, today, probably. Um, but first of all, uh, following on from last week's episode... Um, Everyone's dad, not my dad. Um, my dad's probably in Spain somewhere, or maybe who knows? It's a it's a game of it's a game of where it's a game of where and when. Um, everybody, uh, all the other football lads, not all the football lads, but the football lads, the dads, the white people. No bad. Yeah, they had a they had an an anti black lives. Uh, sorry, an anti. It was worded as an anti anti fascist protest. What it was, yeah. was a lot of fascists showing up to a box, right? So Churchill's now in a box. First of all, okay, if you've been living in a box and you've not seen, the statue of Churchill that got desecrated, fair play my man, he was a racist. The, the, that statue that got desecrated, which we're firmly, uh, we've firmly spoken about, bun, bun statues, not asked. Um, history, it's in libraries, it's in books, innit? What did you do at school? Did you go and fucking stand at a load of statues? No. Did fucking Hitler not exist because there's no statues of him? No. No. And according to them lot, um, uh, Churchill personally himself killed Hitler. Mate, honestly, the amount of ignorance that's seeping out of the UK at the moment, we need to really seriously reevaluate the British education system because it's clearly not fucking working if there's this many... No. I am looking at... All, so, the... God, right. So the context, because we do have uh, we we have we have a global audience. We have um we have a few people from Europe listening. Duco, how are you doing? Um, so basically, Black Lives Matter, very good. Lots of peaceful protests, very good. Bit of antagonisation, fair enough. Ripping down statues again, fair enough. People are quite angry. It's all quite just. It's all fair enough. Shouldn't be statues fucking slave owners knocking about anyway in the modern times, should there really? Because we move on as a society <laughs> and we progress. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, you know, again, there's a statue of Alan Shearer outside of St. James's Park. That's not going anywhere. Yeah. That's not going anywhere because Alan Shearer scored lots of goals. So they put a statue up of him. Fair enough. That's a good, you know, that's good. Yeah. Having lots of slaves is not the same as having the fucking high score in the Premier League, is it, for goals? It's not the same as being the fucking the, the best at got scoring goals. It's essentially who was the scummiest cunt, really. It's what, it's what, it's what it is. You know, it's like, it's just, anyway, so the dads have gone and they've gone to defend the block, which is the most dystopian thing ever. All the, uh, graf the graffiti, the graffiti's happened, the Black Lives Matter graffiti's happened. Um, Churchill is a racist, you know, that graffiti, very iconic, very famous. I love it. I think it's a great picture. I think it's a fantastic picture. To fix it, much like Chernobyl, they've put like a big block round it, just a big metal yeah. block round it, which is... Uh, obviously, a perfect metaphor for what Britain does with the history of colonialisation. We'll just fucking hide that away. It's there. It's outside our mind. It's outside our mind. What, what about what India? No, nah, never been there, mate. Never been there. Never been there. This is blighty. This, eh? Eh? We've only been, we've only been to um, 
Gibraltar, eh? Still go there. And Canada and Australia. That's where we've been. And we made it much... We made all of those places great. That's exactly what happened. America, yeah, we left them to it. Left them to it. Look what happened, eh? Look what happened when we leave. That's... Bl- that's that is like... Then this is what's being fucking... You know, it has been highlighted that this is what's being taught in schools about history, which... And it's like... It is quite accurate. I know a fair amount about Henry VIII. Everything I've learned about colonialism has been from either playing the computer game, EU4, or, like, sort of being quite curious about the horrible things done at the hands of the British people. And honestly, yeah, Zulu and Sharp, not fair representations. Not fair... At all, have you? No, nah, they're really not, are they? Uh, the so I've got uh, I've got an uncle who um, loves the film Zulus and little model figures of Zulu, and was in the RAF. Uh, and I'm starting to have questions if my uncle might be a racist. I'm start. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm starting to be like, oh dear, well, that's a that's a telling sign. That's a telling <laughs> sign. Um, so yes, everybody's gone in outrage and kicked off uh, being drunk racist idiots. It's quite hard to really convey how I feel about all of this because it, there's so obviously it's fucking unacceptable. But there's a very part of me is like, right, okay, how how do we fix this? How is this? How there must be a way to fix this because these people don't know what they're angry about. They fucking don't know. They're, they're racist. Yes, they are racist scumbags. They are they are there because they hate. They hate black people. That is why they're there. They hate the movement. Yeah, They hate people standing against racism because it faults their views. But why do these people think this way? You know, you look at fucking newspapers. I'm always saying this. Like, fucking, it's no surprise people are incredibly racist because people aren't taught that... Oh, sorry. It's Anyway, it's just, it's very very, very... It's just daft, and you're... you're it is, isn't it? It is daft. It, and it's like, I always kind of think, what's the end game with it? Like, what do you want to achieve out of all of this? Do you know what I mean? Like, our kind of side, we're like, we want to make, make the world a better place, and people need to know about this shit, and basically, we're trying to teach people to not be cunts. That's Whereas it. Whereas the other side, it's like, right, you're, you're all pissed off and hating black people, but, like, what for? Like, what, what do you want to get out of this? Mate, it's it's when people it's like when people say the far left is bad as the far right. It's like no, the far left are fucking trying to make the world a better place and bring genuine equality and unity to the world, and the far right hang and kill black people. What? They're not the fucking same. Oh, you daft cunts! You stupid! You stupid cunts! People that say that are idiot. They really, really are beyond beyond being idiots the far left yeah the far left yeah that very intense far left wouldn't yeah, exist the very, that side. yeah it wouldn't exist if there was a fucking if there was no far right there'd be no need for it yeah there'd be fucking no need for people going and defacing government property if the government owned up to the fucking history of the united kingdom owned up to how fucking terrible it is perhaps educated its people in that you know do you know what i'm saying it's like you yeah. can we grow up in a systematically racist society and if you're not exposed to these kind of kinds of lessons about the world you are going to grow up with fucking f- weird views on the world you know do you know what i mean it's like y- your ability to comprehend and understand things o- only comes from knowledge and meeting people do you know what i mean it's like the the part of the country where i went to high school there was like f- like 
two black people in our high school. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it, yeah. it's like I was lucky that like when I grew up in Salford, I grew, like I you know I grew up around like a much more like multicultural uh, society, so to speak, where we were. But you know where I lived, it wasn't. And like you know you you meet people and stuff. I remember like you know I don't know. It's just. You, you people are left without these. Like Chuck D says it in his songs. It's like the fuck. If people don't, it, here you are. Here's all the education you need about it because you've not been given it. Like one one of the it, like best things about Public Enemy. I've been listening to a load of Public Enemy recently. One of my yeah. absolute favorite things about Chuck D is that like his lyrics are fucking lessons, lessons. It's like an essay, isn't it? Yeah. I, absolutely absolutely you learn listening to that band like you you really really fucking do and it's like all of the like the a lot of this obviously these all the samples in the world but the samples like before songs um the one on uh night of the living bit i think it's night of the living bass heads uh one second let me get chrome up here not to be confused but but the problem here is uh so uh ah right yeah yeah yeah. it is not in the living base heads uh one second let me get it up because i need to quote this right i fucking memorized this last night i'd, be, I'd done research i told you i wanted to chat about music everybody but you thought i was just gonna have a another big complaint but i'm not done complaining yet mike remember mike quick point <laughs> remind me later to come back to the racist because i've got so much more to say uh night in the living base heads wikipedia right here we go which album's that? It's off uh, It'll Take a Nation. Right, here we go. Okay. Um there's a like there's a sample at the beginning of it. Really powerful, yeah. Fucking classic public enemy. And it's a uh, Black Panther and uh, Nation of Islam spokesman, uh Khalid Mohammed. Uh I think it's Khalid Mohammed, you, you say it, uh is sample from Night of the Living uh Baseheads. Um and uh, the opening line is uh, the words, uh, have you forgotten that once we were brought here, we were robbed of our name, robbed of our language. We lost our religion, our culture, our God. And many of us, by the way we act, we lost our minds. And it's fucking like, oh my God. It's like, you, it's like, how am I, yeah, a fucking like grown up, a privileged white person, yeah? Let's not like, that's the way I was, you know, fucking brought up. You know what I'm saying, yeah? Yeah. Ignore the ign- ignore the pigmentation. Ignore the pigmentation of my skin. <laughs> That's the way I've been. That was the way it is. So, how the fuck am I ever going to learn about the Black Panthers and the Nation of Islam? Like, as a privileged white person, how am I ever going to learn about that? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah, these are not like, and it's like, I was like, okay, what's the Nation of Islam? So you have a you have a click of the Nation of Islam on Wikipedia is an African-American political group, a new religious movement founded in Detroit, Michigan in the United States by Wallace Fard Muhammad on July the 4th, 1930. Uh, its stated goals are, in, uh, are to improve the spiritual, mental, social, and, ep- and economic condition of African-Americans. Critics have described the theology of the organization as promoting anti-Semitism and uh, anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. In fairness, it is a bit... In fairness... Uh, Professor Griff, he did have some dodgy opinions. He did have some dodgy opinions. So it's a religious movement. A lot of religions have a lot of dodgy opinions on other religions and LGBTQ people, which is why I don't like religion. So, you know, 
We've been caught out there. We've been caught in a way. Uh, no, 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 it keeps my pot. Anyway, see though, I've learned about this, haven't I? Do you know what I mean, Mike? <laughs> no, I know about it. Yeah, I know what it is. I don't have to, you know, I'm not sat in it. I've learned a little bit about it and I've gone, okay, what's, you know, promoting anti Semitism? Let's go look into it. I actually looked into uh, the progressive, the Professor Griffin for Public Enemy and he did say, he did say some racist things. He said it wasn't, he said it, it was taken out of context. Maybe it was, but I hope, I hope it was taken out of context because it was a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. But anyway, um, I'd like to jump back uh, over onto the race. No, we'll, no, we'll stick with Public Enemy. We'll stick with Public Enemy. We can jump back in a minute. I've got so much to say. But as I was saying with Public Enemy, these teachings that you get, to, these teachings that you get taught by Chuck D, they're so important, and that is just something that the 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 education system is missing out on. The education system in this country is very very white really what it boils down to you learn about white people in it that's all you learn about we live in a yeah. mul- 2020 we live in a multicultural society do you know what i mean it's like it's weird that you listen to a you weird it's weird you listen to an album from 1987 and it's still just so relevant almost as if the world has not even almost it's not that like the world's gone backwards it's just the world never progressed at all like it, it it feels like though a lot of work has been done um, in like educating people and trying to keep people away from uh, being racist and hating people. I, I've just there's just not really there's just simply not enough being done. I think that's what we're seeing at the minute, isn't it, Mike? Yeah, pretty much. And it's bad. Like I remember when I was in school, um, we'd learn learn about civil rights and everything. And I remember kind of asking about Malcolm X. And I just got a really short answer of like, yeah, Malcolm X is um, a lot very violent, and I basically just kind of got it got shunned off about learning about him. I was like, all oh, right, I didn't really. And then I, but I, because I was, I was fucking very young when I like learned about it. I just had this conception like the teacher tells you something like that, you kind of think, oh, like that must be the case. Like there's probably a reason why I did. Yeah, and then, you, and, and then and you and then you watch the filth in the fury when you're in like year nine. And you're like, I'm not listening to any of you anymore. This is a prison for my brain. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Pretty much. Um, I'm gonna ju- I'm gonna jump back because I've lost because I've lost my point. Um, one thing uh, I learned as well from Public Enemy: Night of the Living Bass Heads. Uh, there's a line in it. Don't confuse it for the sound. I'm talking about bass. I was like, well, what's he on about? Bass is an amazing name for cocaine. Really? Basehead was like a crackhead because the song's about like ah. in the eighties, obviously, because there was a huge crack problem uh, with Afri- in like African American communities. But a lot of it was like because it, it was around like the Reagan era, and there was like a big thing about like if it was introduced into those communities. Like, there's a huge point uh, to be made that it was introduced into th- those communities to damage and destroy them, and that's what that song's about. Um, but I was just like. Bass, what a fuck it. So when Chuck D is going bass like that, he's on about beak. I'm like, oh god. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so with the monument defending and all of that, one other thing that's happened is uh, the censorship of comedy. Now, I, me and Mike had a chat about this yesterday, and I really, really want to chat. I really, really want to speak about this. So obviously. The Forty Towers uh, episode being pulled. Uh, Little Britain's been taken down off streaming services. People are outraged. People are saying you're silencing comedy. It's political correctness gone mad. And I really want to talk about that because I'm not going to sit here and pretend that 
I don't find, you can call it edgy comedy if you would like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I don't find it very, very funny. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I... Little Britain, I don't find funny. I'm not not sitting here. Yeah, and, no, no, I'd like to point that out. <laughs> I'd really like to point that out. But I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't find... Uh, yeah, that I don't... That I just don't find that stuff funny, because I do. Now, people uh, on both sides of this, uh, on whatever, you know... At the end of the day, I'd like to point one thing out. It's very distressing that people are more upset about television episodes being fucking cancelled and taken down than, like fucking black people being killed for fuck's sake like you need to get a grip but this is the thing right shows like i know there'll be loads of people sat there uh like me who you know watch stuff like it's always sunny sort of that kind of thing you know and uh you know maybe uh yeah like sort of that sort of thing or maybe like the young ones great example yeah uh the sim the simpsons as well the simpsons as well these kinds of, in, in parts. South Park, great example, yeah? South Park. These shows, a lot of you enjoy for the exact same reason I do, right? In these shows, when uh, jokes are made that, uh, you could, that are, you know, essentially offensive, yeah? Just let's, you know, they are offensive. You're understanding, you're at the disposition that you're understanding that this is a TV show, and these are not, the thoughts and opinions of these writers. And in fact, what they're probably doing is mocking people who actually think these horrible, horrible things, yeah? Like, that that ch- tends to be the sort of gist of it out. The old ladies in The Young Ones writing a particular word starting with W on the side of a wall, you know, that's not the creators of the show being like, yeah damn right, you know, like, fucking right on racism. It's like, look at these racist old ladies. Do you know what I mean? Now, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of TV out there and stuff that y- you might like, um, that you might be a bit gutted that gets taken down off these streaming services. First of all, I'd like to point out, they're still going to be online for free forever anyway, you fucking bootlickers. You don't need BBC, <laughs> no, you don't yeah. need Netflix. It's, edgy. it's fucking out there. You can find it. Also, DVDs still just about exist, I'm told. I think I think I'm just getting word now off my off myself from two thousand and ten yeah, DVDs are still live. Don't bother getting Netflix safe. Okay, cool. Myself from 2010 confirming DVDs are still live. So you can still watch that shit, yeah? Also, no one's going to actually come to you, come to your house and tell you you can't make jokes with your friends, yeah? My friends Omar and Mario. Omar, he was on this show. My friend Mario, who you've heard me speak about from when I worked at Mighty. Some of the things me, Omar and Mario say to each other are just... They're awful. They are awful. They really are terrible. But we can make those jokes to each other because we're all under the very explicit understanding that it is in no more than jive and jest and we are mocking people who do actually think this. I'll say stuff to Mario all the time, which is me mocking actual racism, yeah? And Mario and Omar do it with me. That's, you know, it's your mates. That's what you do. That's the kind of humour you can have with your friends. Now, the problem is, is that while a lot of people are clever enough and smart enough and compassionate enough and have enough empathy to understand that these are merely jokes and that these are taking the piss out of people with these actual horrible nasty opinions yes there are people like us you'll be listening to this show i'm sure you're smart enough to understand that however uh, clearly 
clearly there are t- we as a as a society as a we- the western society has too deep a problem with racism for these kinds of things to be aired right because they are offensive yeah they are they are mocking people's cultures yeah and if you're not on the thing is the reason why like you can have a laugh about cultures is because it's like when people say i don't see color it's like bullshit bullshit mario was brought up in the ghetto in portugal yeah and was the only black guy in his school all right that is the most unrelatable thing to me at all his like entire upbringing is different to mine omar as well you know he's uh, he's like he's a fairly strict muslim you know he's been brought up like that that's completely different to how i'm fucking brought up so different yeah and there's parts of that that are like amusing to oh well not amusing but it's like oh wow that's different to how i've been brought up and there's parts of how i've been brought up mario's always saying how fucking chatting about his life he's, he's had such a harder life than i have you know and he'll fucking take the pit i'll be complaining about something from being a kid and he's just like come on tyrell you know that's not a fucking that's not nothing to complain about do you know what i mean and it's like you know the, yeah the, the the thing is is that if there's people that don't understand that and there's people that fucking when you when you're having a tease at so when you say a character in something is in blackface and somebody watching that is watching that thinking that's funny and acceptable because it's blackface not thinking not saying like oh that's funny because that's the worst fucking most awful thing ever. Like the in it's always sunny. At the Lethal Weapon Five thing in it's always sunny. I couldn't believe I was watching it. Like in it, like I fucking couldn't believe it because I've never heard anybody say like, oh yeah, they do blackface and it's always sunny. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, and I was like, fuck. I was like, that's f- like. Jesus Christ, like, you know, and it, and it, like, you know, it's a bit uncomfortable and that. It's like, obviously, it's like, it's, you know, a joke, but it opens up these dialogues. It's one of the things about South Park. It's like, I've always quite liked the way that South Park, it, you, can, you can open quite a lot of dialogues and discussions from that show, but it just comes down to people. And at the end of the day, it comes down to this. There's too many people who are ignorant and racist for us to fucking have the things that we want to enjoy. Yeah. So do you know what? If every fucking TV show that isn't 100% bang on, spot on, Bob's your uncle, clean as a whisker, who were misses, none of that bollocks, straight down the middle, absolute, meat and two veg, simple, plain, 4-4 timing, Newcastle United 5 at the back, exactly like that, fucking so be it, take him away, take him away, because do you know what, I've got Mike, who's fucking funnier than anything on TV, yeah, I'm fucking quite funny. I make myself laugh all the time. But I'm not asked. I'm not asked. Because if taking those things away, yeah, if taking away uh, this kind of comedy is going to lead to a society where one day we may get to a point where people are fucking understanding and respectful of each other enough, where we can have nice things, then sick. Because that's what I want. When we can live in a world where people aren't racist, yeah, what? let's do that. Let's do that. Let's take those steps to go there. How do you want to get there? I'm not asked. I'll walk there. You just show me where the road is, mate. Let's go down that path. Fucking take away the TV shows. Sound. Sound. There's loads... There have been in the, like, fucking, like, nearly two years that we've been doing this show, there have been so many jokes that me and Mike would have been like, oh, we sort of could have said that there, but we've not said it, or we've said something and we've edited it out, because we're like, do you know what? We don't fucking want people... You know, we don't want people to get the wrong idea. Do you know what I mean? And we can't be arsed with it. 
Yeah, it's like, we fucking, literally, as well, like, as people who, like, do sort of, you know, this is like a comedy, sh- I mean, it's, there's no fucking music anymore, let's be real, do you know what I mean, it's a comedy, you know, you listen to it to, well, I don't know why you listen to it anyway, maybe it's arrogance to call ourselves comedians, but I like to think we're funny, it's a comedy show, yeah, you know, and as that, like, we fucking can make, you know, I think we, I think we play it quite well, I think we, you know, sometimes we say, you know, we call people paedophiles a lot, and you pro- that's probably not, you know, exactly vanilla, but like, you know, the stuff that we've just been like, yeah, no, we'll just take that out because it just doesn't need, it doesn't need to be in there. It might upset somebody. It might be, it, you know, it's like, and there's, and it's not like we've not been, you know, we're not, we're not sat here being cunts. Like it's been like, you know, well, you know, they're quite, they would have been quite good jokes to make. But it's just like, you know, it's one of them. It's like, you just don't, you know, you just don't, you just don't, you just fucking don't want to, you don't want to add to that. You don't want to feel that fire. Do you know what I mean? And I, I just wish people would fucking care more about the reason why these... And the other, ugh, So I wish people would care more about the reasons why these shows are being taken down, less of the fact that the shows are just being taken down. But also, like, fucking hell. Just fucking... Oh, it's TV, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah. so, there's so much more. There's so much more to be worrying about right now than that. There's just so much yeah, more. Yeah, there really is, man. And it's, path- it's pathetic that, like people are uh, getting so upset about it and it's just confusing like it's so I find the whole thing so confusing yeah it's a fucking mad one like at this time at this time I think it's been used as a big distraction like I've seen a lot of things online suggesting that about like you know from the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff and it's just like the other thing is is no one asked for that the Black Lives the Black Lives Matter movement didn't start because people wanted fucking Little Britain taken but do you know what do you know what again again racial harmony society people aren't asked do you know what I'm saying in fact racial harmony society those jokes wouldn't exist Jesus (laughs) Jesus Jesus fucking Christ God oh man I know I know it's simple, guys. It's simple. It's simple. Just don't black up. <laughs> it, it's Come on, though. Yeah. It is so simple. It is like so simple. Again, always sunny. Take it. Take it. The easy black uh, face. I take. Think it's one of them as well. Like um, with all these shows getting taken down, I feel like it's it, there's no kind of it, there's loads of complaints, but I don't know if the people at the other end are kind of going, all right, but like. Legit the, the like. The thing why is, why do you want it taken down? The, yeah, exactly. They're just getting it exactly, mate. Anyway, Mike, back to music. Back to music to reel it to reel it away from um. <sighs> to reel it away from the idiots. I've been <laughs> tanning, um, like tanning. Uh, it'll take a nation and fear of a black planet. Just brilliant, yeah. like just absolutely incredible albums. I listened today to uh, some Alex Chilton. Oh, great fucking tune. No, 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 no. Alex Chilton in, like, the guy or the song? No, listen to Alex Chilton, the guy. Oh, mate, yeah, he's sick, big star. I'm fucking, I'm a fan. I'm not, like, huge into him, but... Um, Is Alex Chilton big star? Yeah, like, he was the front man for big star, Oh, yeah, I was yeah. listening to his solo stuff. All right. Also, do I need to just listen to big star, then? Yeah, um, number one record is, like, it's the... Uh, the hoodie that James Alex always wears, that black one with it, it says big on it and it's got a star. That's like the first album. Safe. That's really good. Safe. And the second one, it's got a song called September Girls. And the first time I heard it, it remind, really reminded me of Teenage Fan Club. That's a fucking, that second album is really good. All right, buzzing. Okay, well, sorted. That's, that's me. That's me set. 
That's what I'm going to go listen to. I'll tell you what, Mike, while you're there, what, else, what, what have you been listening to? What else have we got cracking on there? Uh, I've been listening to all sorts, to be fair. I've been on the Rolling Stones mid-60s stuff. I've uh, been listening to quite a lot of that. Uh, what else have I had on? Fucking, uh, the, there's this album, there's this band called The 34 Elevators, right? And I was watching a documentary about ZZ Top. And basically, like, Billy Gibbons is talking about in, like, the 60s. He's massive into, like, the psychedelic thing. And this band, um, he was kind of mates with, and they regarded, like, one of the first bands to use the term psychedelic in regards to music. And, like, this album's, like, 1966 regarded as, like, one of the first of the first psychedelic albums. It's just fucking mint. It's just, like, very, like, bluesy, nice beats, just great vocals, like, fucking class. I think I'm going to get it for my birthday because it's just a mint album. And it's got an electric jug on it. Someone guy playing an electric jug. An electric jug? Yeah, it's just a proper like, bobbly sound. It sounds like proper like... That's, that's what it sounds like, mint. Sounds a bit art noir for me, but I might give it a go. I'll tell you what, though. Oh, no, great. Speaking of things that aren't art noir, last week... What? Oh, we wouldn't have spoken about the... No, no, no. This the, Right, I watched the new Jay and Silent Bob film, didn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, it's okay. It's worth watching. It's worth watching. One thing, I was like, I was sort of, it put me in a mood for shit trash comedy, yeah? Just garbage, yeah. garbage nonsense is what I wanted, yeah? I was in a bit of a weird mood. I was like, okay, what what can I rewatch? I am, I rewatched all three Austin Powers films over the last three nights, and I used to think two was the best. Two and three, really, a bit like I couldn't be asked with. The first Austin Powers film, oh my God, I was so surprised. It was so funny. Held up so... Yeah, the first one's great. Mate, it held up so... I was abs- I was amazed by how well that film held up. Yeah, it's weird because, like, it's fairly, like, of its time and stuff, but like, I can still watch it now and not think, oh my God, this film is so, like, when I'm, like, 1997, whenever it came out. It's just like late nineties. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like it's just it's just still funny though. It's just like it's oh, it, you know, it's not as fucking funny as when I was a kid. But like, it's still, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like I was like, it's very entertaining film. I was quite, I was quite surprised by that really. Um, I watched um, I watched the room again. All right. Um, and I, st- I, I, I. I <laughs> Oh, it's just fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's just brilliant. <laughs> it's just what I mean. It's just so shit and so good at the same time, isn't it? I watched um I watched the um the disaster artist as well. Yeah. And that was quite interesting. Um Jay, my mate Jay informed me. Tommy was always a YouTube gaming channel now. Why does everyone have a fucking YouTube gaming channel? Mate, like, what's going on? I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. But he's got one. I've not investigated it yet. It is on my to-do list. To be fair, actually, listening to the Alex Jones show over COVID was on my to-do list, and I never did it. Oh, mate, I bet. I oh, I bet we've missed so about. much. Of, so, for a bit of context, we, we're not supporters of Alex Jones's work at all. Yeah, we, don't, we, we laugh at him, not with him. I... I personally have like this affinity with the conspiracy theorist, yeah? I have this for people, especially when it's very, very like like 
yeah, okay, that might be what they're doing, but, do, like, do you really think, like, do you, re- like, I'm fascinated by it, yeah, I'm fascinated by what leads people to have so little faith in the system, yeah, and it's, like, it's interesting to me, like, you know, Alex Jones is a man who has snapped the, the world that we live in, the this simulation-like world that we live in, doesn't work for him at all, he's not made for it, he's just, he physically isn't made for the world he lives in, so... His show is, like, a lot of it we don't really, you know, because he's talking about, like, fucking corrupt politicians that you've not heard of and, like, law policies and stuff in states, like, and you don't know any of the people he's talking about, but every now and then he'll just come out with something awful, like, he'll just come out with, like, the fucking most ridiculous thing you've ever heard in your life, and it's, like, it's you almost, like, have to listen to it. So I'm like, all right, fucking hell, you know. I'll have a little listen. And in the car, we love listening to it. In the, in the car, tunes, oh, yeah. tunes, you can get bored of tunes in the car. You know, you listen to a lot of music. And sometimes just hearing, like, Alex Jones shout about things that you're not... You just end up talking, like, you, yourselves, like... It, we've gotten some fucking fantastic little uh, little memes out of the Alex Jones show for ourselves. Like, So I'm not oh, recommending... Absolutely. you. I'm recommending you go, go and have a peek for a laugh. Um, but... And actually, it, I would recommend... Because um, I've not done this, but where I was meaning to start from was about the 28th of March. The 28th of March was uh, was when, like, the UK was sort of settled into lockdown and shit was kind of a bit like what they're doing in the state. I mean, shit still is kind of what they're doing in the States. But, like, I think that would be a really interesting time to talk from. It's Whenever there's been a very big event in America, it's always interesting to listen to his show to see what, like... It's like spying, really, isn't it? You want to see what the enemy's up to. You want to see... <laughs> you want to know what they think, yeah. like... And it's terrifying as well, like... Alex Jones, like, he's made an empire, like, a self-made empire off... It's scaring millions of Americans into buying his fucking apocalypse products, and it's just, just... it is it is terrifying. Like just like male vitality in that, like mate. Oh mate, it's a different fucking breed of world out there. Mate, me and Kyle have watched like seven or eight of his films yet, and like there are people who adore Alex Jones, like who think the the man's words are gospel, yeah, and like. I don't. I just don't know. He's just the, the, the thing is, is that what we, what it is? Uh, he delivers a lot of his opinions as facts, right? Uh, which is exactly how Alex talks about music, <laughs> but and how I talk about music as well. But Alex Jones delivers uh, his opinions as facts. So you watch one of his films. So nine eleven road to tyranny. Yeah, a lot of conspiracies going on in there. Um, some of it's kind of tr- so he. He'll make points that are like, like true or like agreeable. Um, so his point will be like America training up, uh, it's effectively training up the people who, uh, you know, effectively training up terrorists, and American governments using terrorism to their powers. That's kind of his point. Now, you know, uh, technically, yes, America did did fund a lot of its own, you know, a lot of terrorism self-inflicted on America because they're the people who've been training these people to fight for him. So it's like, that's a fair point. How he goes about delivering his opinions on these points, he goes about delivering them like more facts. Me and Kyle are there, having to write down what he's saying, yeah? Literally, we'd watch these films, have to write down what he's saying and then Google it all and be like, right, uh, is any of what he said true? And it's like, no, none of that's true. All of that's very strong opinion, but it's just delivered to you like a fact. (laughs) And if you're not fucking... 
if you've not got an hour and a, if you've not got like an hour and a half for every 20 minutes of footage of his films to go and google everything then yeah fair enough you might just take it on board as a fact and then you will have a very warped opinion of the world yeah yeah it, i really don't get like the thought process of, of listening to that and being like fucking hell in it like <laughs> do you know what i mean i don't i don't get like you listen to that and think fucking hell he's God, it's so right. Yeah, everything. No, it's bizarre, isn't it? It is bizarre. Yeah, it's a fucking. It's so. It's funny because like we'll never be able to tap into people hearing that from their perspective and like because I think we've always grown up with like us first hearing about Alex Jones has been from the get go, been being a meme and being this fucking idiot guy. Who, Talks about putting stuff in the water to make the frog gay. Yeah, like, we've been gi- we've been given that disposition of him being an idiot. Yeah, so it must be mad from like someone else's perspective who doesn't really find that funny, and he's kind of like, yeah, this guy's bored, knows what he's on about, and he's fucking, <laughs> he's like trying to change the world. You know, you could probably you could probably use that for like an analogy for a lot of things. Like if you don't give the, if, you know, because obviously we have the disposition of him being a fool. And then people not having that disposition might be led to believe his opinions as facts. It's like you have to. Ed- that's why you have to educate people about stuff. It's exactly like this is exactly why you have to educate people. Otherwise, stuff just gets believed. It's why you've got cunts trying to burn down five G towers. Like, do you know what I'm? Yeah. S- do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we we sat here wondering. Like we sit we sit here and wonder about the world. Like, how did how did we end up voting for Brexit as a country? How on earth is Donald Trump prime minister? And then cunts are trying to burn down five G towers. You're mad. You're mad. Yeah. It's genuinely disgusting. But people go and defending statues. Why? Why? Yeah, yeah. Who can be... You know what? All I think is just, who the fuck can be asked? Why? Just... Just what? I just don't understand. I just don't understand. And then... Going and protecting a, a statue of Churchill and Zeke Eiling, apparently. So you're annoyed that people are calling Churchill a racist, and then you're going in Zeke Eiling outside of his statue. What? Sorry. 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 Can we slow that one down? Let's just unpack that one. <laughs> so you're going... So you're annoyed that all that all of these people, all these, all these young fucking left-wingers are going around calling your beloved dad Churchill a racist, your actual father Churchill, your actual brought you up as a person Churchill, not someone you've, like, literally just used as an icon for your own fucking hair. You're there to go, nah, they're not racist. You, Oh, oh, you fucking snide little pricks. How dare you? I'll show you he's a real racist. It's like, it's literally like, it's like, oh, you want to... That was just a test. It's a real racism. Exactly, exactly. It's like, it's like, like, what are you doing? It's like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to show that I'm not a racist. Oh, how are you going to do that? Oh, I'm going to throw one out. Sorry, I'm going to see... Oh, God, no one knows what throwing one out is. (laughs) So, yeah, it's like, what, I'm going to throw one out? Like you're just gonna throw a Zeke Eiler and that's gonna show that you're not racist. Awesome, that's great. That's great. What a brilliant yeah. idea. What a terrifying what a terrifying world to live in. What a terrifying concept. So, you know, just fucking just be careful out there, everyone. Like my heart my you know, my heart bleeds at the minute, like you know, it's there's fucking worrying times out there because like as people become more and more comfortable in airing these horrible, horrible views and opinions you've got to fucking tell people otherwise and like i don't know people are going to want to scrap with you if you're telling them not to be racist and just be fuck just be careful just 
fucking be careful and look after each other. Really do. It's fucking bollocks. It's like, it's so, it, it, again, I just can't understand it. Life is so hard, right? Uh, it's like, just as a general thing to do, it's quite a graft. The world could be a lot better for most of the people living on it. So, it's like, the one thing you've all kind of got is that you're doing it. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's sort of living life. Everyone's got to go through this fucking, like, ass. Do you know what I mean? It's like, everyone's got to do it. It's like, just, fuck, like, I don't know, I, I probably sound like a pretentious hippie, but, like, you know, really, do just, <laughs> do just fucking try a little bit harder to love each other. Like, and not like, you don't have to fucking be everyone's best mate. Just fucking respect the way they want to live. Just be... Mate. It's yeah. not, it, do, it doesn't change. Yeah. No one's telling you how to live your life, right? It's like when people kick off about, like, um, about them wanting to educate uh, people about, like, uh, LGBTQ issues in schools and stuff, being like, oh, I don't want my little fucking kid being taught about gays in school. It's like, again, it's like I always say, no one's trying to teach your kids about ass play. Like, no one's fucking saying to your kids, like, oh, yeah, you all need to have a sex change, otherwise you fucking assholes no well, <laughs> people are just trying to educate people that like yeah if you ever meet someone that's like transgender just be fucking polite to them like you would anybody else and don't fucking yeah. it's not weird it's like oh if it is a little bit weird to you fine okay yeah fair enough it is a little bit weird to you because it's not how you live your life it's fine for things to be weird. Again, like, just respect it, though. Just, like, respect the... I'm very weird, but Mike respects me. Mike respects me fine, you know? People are just scared about something they don't understand. And they, they, they're annoyed at something they don't understand, and that's the worst bit. That's why it's I like, hate the music industry, because I just don't understand how it works. I just, Seriously, yeah, yeah. I simply don't get how it works. Don't get what we're doing. Anyway, yeah, that's another thing. Don't get how that works. So I hate it. It's fine. I don't... Most things I don't understand, I hate. That's like racism. Yeah, racism's not natural, but, you know, maybe, you know, fucking not really understanding something and not liking it because of that. That's normal. That's why people become scientists. I used to be with it, and now I'm not with it. And what it is weird and boring to me. Mate, exactly. 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 Anyways, I think uh, I think I think I think that just about does it. We'll I'll try and listen to some music for the next episode. Um, yeah, I fucking recommend. It. I tell you, what, um, I've been a, I've been big on like the sixties stuff and that recently. And I tell you what's great. There's a song by the Birds called Eight Mile High, which you'll probably if you're listening, you've probably heard before. But Who's Could Do's cover of that is amazing, and I could I heavily recommend you go and listen to that any of you because it is very good. Very like distorted. It's very melodic, but it's great. Very, very well done. I like it when Dutch people say "husker do." Husker do. Yeah, husker do. <laughs> have we just been, have we just ruined our entire speech? But uh, is this like when is this like when Pro- Professor Griff said that Jewish people are to blame for all the things in the world and just kind of stole nah. this? No, nah, it's not good. Okay, safe. Just... Can't you're believe you're that. Imagine that. Imagine like imagine in like the early eighties, like uh, sorry, the late eighties, being like fucking super into Public Enemy and be like, oh my god, this this is like a movement. This this is incredible. And then Professor Griff says like you'd be like. You what? What are, yeah. you, what are you on about? You fucking mad cunt. I know. Anyway, anyways, Mike, do you want to fucking sign us off for the afternoon? Yeah, man. Thanks um, for tuning again. Um, and, yeah, don't go and guard statues like football, mate. That's fucking dumb. And, yeah, just be fucking be a good person, be sound, and 
don't be scared of things you don't understand. Just try to learn about them. That's about it. Beautiful. Big one and nice one. Nice one. Take care. Great bit of radio.